Welcome to dm to gm This is the podcast where we answer your questions and help you feel more comfortable playing games around your table. I'm your DM from Dungeons & Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Sean Howard. And today we're back answering questions about voices, Sean. Neither you and I do a lot of voices. Actually, wait. Wait. I have something to rectify for the Discord. Uh, we, we told them... I told them that because this episode is a little bit late, that you would do this entire episode of Sneagle. That was Sneagle sleeping. Good, good, good. Uh, I felt like I was there. So Amy J asked a great question. How do you teach yourself uh, to do all the NPC voices? And more importantly have what amounts to conversations with yourself without going batty during the game yeah that's a good question because i find myself in the middle of a conversation that i'm having with myself with everybody just laughing at me from the side being like you know who knows more information than russ (laughs) russ yeah i think that's uh, i guess we'll deal with that part (laughs) we're gonna deal with the second half first i think one of the hardest things about having a conversation with yourself is when uh you're interrogating yourself right Mm -hmm. like you somehow you've ended up where your npc is the one interrogating your npc yes (laughs) give me all the answers uh how do you do that uh in a way that's not just telling everyone give me the answers okay go to the third shelf and you know what i mean like how do you do in a way that's still fun like a game yeah and one of the ways to do it is incompetence sure have one of the characters be less than competent and have fun with it. Maybe they're really bad at interrogating until the the party wants to take over. It can be hard. It can be hard to have a long scene between yourself and yourself, or I once did myself, myself, and myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure we've we've been there with the round table of the NPCs now, and everybody's just watching the game happen from the outside. Um, yeah. You say incompetence, and I mean, there's a there's a lot of ways that you could. I mean, there's a few ways you could tie that. Um, back to game mechanics too. If you if you don't feel comfortable just being like, hey friends, maybe step in. Uh, you can have your NPC who's doing the interrogating or convincing uh, make a persuasion roll and then fail it because they don't know the DC. Um, and then be like, well, clearly they're not going to get it. Maybe you should step in and help out with this conversation. Yeah, you can also have your character uh, have to leave. Get called away they maybe they run up to punch uh the person you're interrogating he's a they're a big bad that you're interrogating and uh, you're playing the npc that runs up to the big bad that you're also playing uh when they go to hit uh this big bad they just disappear in a puff of smoke and the big bad just smiles and now we're down to one yeah there's lots of ways that you can get rid of a character um i'm curious if the question though now that we know how to get rid of a character is wanting to do that because there's a second part to the question which you mean the main part that was actually asked well there was there was a there was a follow-up part here because amy j says uh they get so confused sometimes um but just love it when their gm can keep all the mpc voices straight so there's a there's an aspect that it sounds like amy j wants to be able to have these conversations so maybe ways to prep in, in prep the voices and you don't have to script those things necessarily but just keep some of the information held back 
if that's what you if you want to get everybody else involved as well. Yeah, it's hard. I would say to Amy J, uh, start small mm-hmm. and make sure you have an MPC that you really get. You get their idiosyncrasies. You get their incompetence. Uh, you have a lot of fun playing them and hopefully they have a distinctive voice and you know like it's snaggle for me or flamekins for russ yeah um and then they become easy because it's not just about the voice when i become snaggle i become very stupid and very infatuated with a friend song when Russ becomes flamekins they also become a little bit stupid and very infatuated with other things yeah shiny things as era. so uh having a character that you really get makes it it's less load yeah if that makes any sense so now i can if i'm gonna have a conversation between snaggle and someone else then that's not hard because i know snaggle it's not just snaggle's voice how when you see a gm keep npcs distinct it's it's they're they're able to paint a picture where you know when they're changing between characters. That's not just voice. That's attitude, what they want in the world, yeah, the motivation, where, how they're that. incompetent, motivations. Um, and that just means you have to just play them for a while and have fun with them. So I would say start small, build one character really strong that's with the party, and then it's not as hard. But as far as like remembering voices, uh, our Discord already answered this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to call out the Discord answered this amazingly probably better than we are. Uh, they posted videos for uh, different YouTubes on how to create 100 voices. They they talked about using an app on your phone to play back and remember. I have done that. I have an app on my phone that I always forget to play. And yeah. the voices change constantly. Yes, I, I'm I'm terrible at not remembering voices. Like I'll write down a, a quality about the voice mm-hmm. in mid-session yep. and then forget to go back and record it. So that's why some characters just evolve over time, and you, um, and that's that's okay too. Uh, if as you're trying to figure out a character, because the voice you start with might not be the voice two or three or four or ten sessions later that you land on for that NPC when they come back, um, because of how yeah. difficult it is to do, or you know what you like about, or just as you figure out those motivations for the character, that can change how they sound too. I had to kill off a character because I couldn't do the southern accent. I think they appear for like three lines in an early episode yeah. and then they're never heard of again <laughs> because the table kept laughing every time I tried to get it back. Yeah. Uh, and I would say also like what matters is, is your table having fun. Mm-hmm. If you're getting confused between characters and you can laugh about it and your table can laugh about it, then that's what it's all about, right? It could just be fun. But yeah, if it gets to a point where you're confused and the table's confused and there's a frustration level rising in you, then maybe pull a ripcord on the scene and say, well, this this player puffs in, you know, disappears in a puff of smoke or has to go get a water because this is taking too long and move on from that scene. Um, nobody, nobody says you have to do all 100 distinctly different voices in the same scene. If you can do them, that's oh, fantastic. But there's no pressure to, to do what others do. Find what works for you and bring that to the table because that's going to be where you're having fun and where your table's having fun too. And don't be afraid to just go with your gut. You don't have to have a reason. 
Uh, you don't have to know why this mechanic allowed someone to disappear. Like I said, you can just let you suddenly realize you're in an interrogation scene and you're interrogating yourself. You could just have one of them disappear and the bad guy smile. Yep. You've just given the bad guy a new power that you can investigate later and the party's going to be a little freaked out. Yeah. Awesome. I've done things where I realize I'm having a conversation with myself and then it's like you don't have a lot of time to think while that's happening because you're asking yourself, you're talking, oh, how's it going? Oh, great. And then I'll, I'll stop and go, and 20 minutes later, and then I'll just like, yeah. And so my sister was going down to, you can have fun with it. Yeah. You can be like, and the party will laugh. Um, but I want to talk about another thing. When we've talked about this before, you as the GM do not have to create all the NPCs. No. And the more you get your table used to the fact that they can jump in and take over an NPC... Um, and because they, they're now that NPC, I love that part of where, of, of end of time, where our table will just introduce characters that I'm, I hate and I'm trying to kill, but our fans adore like Centurion, Centurion, Centurion. <laughs> you don't have to take all the NPCs and that can be challenging when you're starting. Cause you're like, oh, but I have the story and they're a part in it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can work around that. Yeah. Just a quick workaround from that. Not all NPCs have all the information or any information that they introduce could be world building for you as well. So it's it's opening them up to have a little more say in the bigger picture. Of course, if they're like, well, the bad guy's just behind door number two, go get him. That you say, well, oh, he puffed into a big thing of smoke and now he's not there anymore. Like you can write that out pretty quick or just avoid it. Like <laughs> if you trust your table, though. Um, and tell yeah. them that that's what you want. Like my table, I didn't do that very early on and then started listening to other bothers and be like, oh, he's deflecting a lot of characters onto his players. I love this. <laughs> what I'll do now yeah. is I'll say, well, there's two or three people standing there, guards otherwise, and then start talking as one of them and then ask the other one a question and just wait. Just hold it yep. there. See who jumps in. I do it all the time. There's these awkward pauses that we often edit out because sometimes it'll go a long time where everyone's just like, and then someone will do a funny voice yeah. and become the other guard. And what's and I and I've heard it in your show too. What's really fun about those interactions is your your players are now playing a character that has no information. Yeah, <laughs> like they're literally just like I'm a guard and I'm a stupid guard. They just make up a guard, or or maybe they're a guard that has ego. Like yeah, we got to take these guys down and and then. As a GM, you can play on that and be like, but but are we allowed to do that? Isn't the king's orders like you could just we just have fun and you can introduce lore slowly fill them in even yep. when interacting. Yeah. With a character that is just being made up by a player. Yeah. But the pause is important. Yes. Just pause and wait. Yeah. See, there's a yeah. lot can be said at your table in silence of what you want your players to pick up on um, specifically characters. And then you don't have to make all the voices and you can bring those What's what, what's interesting, if you think about playing at a table, um, you know, we get very involved in our characters and get excited. But if you've ever guessed it or shown up for someone else's game and just played a one off, sometimes it can be really fun. And it's the same thing when you jump in as a player and get to play an NPC. My players often want to bring those NPCs back and other, you know, they want to bring them back because they just love them. Yeah. And I just want to call out we, we, we'll post some links that the discord had posted, but I want to call out the discord is amazing and thank you to everyone in there you all gave like the videos are awesome the recommendations are amazing i 
Uh, Admittedly, Sean and I haven't been in the Discord a lot lately, just through, through busyness of life. But there's been so many new people joining, listening to the show, and then coming and joining the Discord, and the back and forth that are happening on these questions, and a whole lot more questions um, about people's game specifics and and what systems they should run are just spectacular. So thank you, thank you all. Come join us in the Discord. Link's down in the description. Send us your questions. If you're not in the Discord, you can do it via email, social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter. What's the email, Russ? DM to... Uh, oh, yeah. It's all down in the bottom. DM to... <laughs> yeah, go look. DM to, yeah, you do the work. No, I'm kidding. DM to GMcast at gmail.com. It's been a while since we've done this. Oh, man. All right. Sneagle, take us out. Okay. Uh, to remember, go and just start your game. <laughs> start your table. Email us at some unknown address and get started. Yeah, and then just send a message in a bottle and we'll find it. Oh, wow. You sound like my sister, Flamekin. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you there? I think I'm getting something. Why are you recording? For science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. Maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary, I just... Don't want to do it anymore. Just together with me. Radio check, who's this? I didn't do it! You never do anything! We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit! I am not doing it on purpose! Stop. Stop! Oh god. I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. Or listen now to Season 1, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.